Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Well, hi, this is Deborah Butler and welcome to my podcast, People Know Stuff. And today I'm excited to have Susan Lorick here to talk about stuff she knows about exploring the world through house sitting. So Susan and I have been friends for many years, and over the years, I got to watch her develop this opportunity. And so I know that she knows stuff as a result of successfully building the opportunity to travel the world and do it through the exciting um, experience of being different places in different settings. and. Susan, I am really excited for you to help me understand and others understand more about how do you explore the world through house sitting? Well, hello, Deborah, and it's very nice to be with you. Um, house sitting, yeah, it's it's been around for, you know, ever since people left their houses to go on vacation and needed somebody to take care of their pets in their house. But um, more recently, uh, house sitting has been made very easy through websites, through platforms online. Uh, my husband and I are, are members of three of them, uh, one being Trusted House Sitters, which is international, one being House Sitters America, which is just um, the U.S., and House Sitters Canada, because that's where we have some family. So how did you choose the platforms that you were going to uh m- partner with and be a part of? Um, I did uh, quite a lot of research. And the reason I chose these are one, they've been around for a fair amount of time. They have a lot of homeowners on those sites. So there are a lot of sits available. And they have services that are really neat. Uh, Trusted house sitters, for instance, uh, you can take out an insurance if for any reason the homeowner uh, cancels your sit and you have a ticket already, you actually get reimbursed. Okay. Also, they do background checks, which means next to your name, you'll have a little badge. And um, that kind of fosters trust, which is kind of the central theme of house sitting. You have to trust both ways in order to do this. Yeah, I think that was part of what I recognized you doing early on is building that reputation and building that trust. Yes, that is absolutely necessary. And and the way you do that is as a, as a brand new house sitter, you just start locally. You can even start with your friends and family. Uh, and I, for instance, since I don't have family here, um, did a local sit in my hometown, Marietta, and it happened to be one of the most difficult I've ever done. I did it by <laughs> myself as well. There were two horses, two goats, three dogs, two cats, and six fish in a tank. Wow. So six o'clock, I was up to, to give the horses some hay and the, the fed the goats, etc. So that was christening by fire. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I remember that. Um, yeah. And I wonder... Do most house sittings include animal care? 
most do not all of them do there's a whole nother section of house sitting uh, mostly high-end homes uh, that where people just don't want these houses to stay empty and want somebody in there uh, that is not what we do we always since we have a passion for animals and for travel uh, we'll always go for the sits with animals but those can go from a bird in a cage in a studio apartment to a 30-acre farm Right. And it sounds like do all three platforms that you mentioned offer an opportunity to house it without animals or are they focused on animals? I actually have never seen a sit on these platforms without animals. Okay. So I'm I'm guessing that there are other websites that are just concentrating on house sits without animals. Okay. Um, so you built that reputation and you started out locally in Marietta. Yes. Um, yes. And you asked the, the homeowner for a review, never ever write a review yourself. Always have the people, the homeowners do it. And that's slowly but surely how you build your reputation. Well, you know, let me ask you something. I've got a friend who just coincidentally has been asked by her friends to come stay at their house and take care of their pet. And I'm certain they're not on the website as a homeowner looking for a house sitter. Could she retroactively go back and build a reputation now based on what she's already done? Not really, because the way it works is the homeowner advertises their home and animals on these platforms and you connect through the platform. So there's a, um, a paper trail, an electronic paper trail, if you will, oh. from um, from getting together to actually establishing the sit and accepting it. And the final step is the review. Okay, so it would be impossible to game it retroactively, um, which is great because that goes towards building trust. Yes. Um, But going forward, might it make sense for her to encourage them to get on the platform and go through the formal process or does that not make sense? No, I would definitely encourage them. In fact, that's what we did with our last sit. We we got that one through a friend, uh, but... We needed them to go through the through the website, so she just signed up, uh, established an account, and Home um, House Sitters America does not charge homeowners only only sitters, and it's only forty nine dollars a year, so it's not expensive. Whereas uh, trusted house sitters also charge the homeowner. Okay, okay, so there is a fee involved, but it sounds nominal. Yes, okay. for the sitter mainly. Yes. All right. All right. Tell us more. Well, uh, what are the tasks of a of a house sit, for instance? One, it depends on the sit. Again, it would go from one birdie to six horses. Uh, and normally what you do, obviously, is take care of the animals. Some animals need medications. So you have several conversations with the homeowner about the lay of the land and what you're supposed to do. All homeowners I've worked with up to now have instruction sheets. Some of them actually have the length of a novel, but I always <laughs> like more information uh, than less. Sure. So um, you you take care of the animals. You take care of the male, probably some indoor plants, sometimes outdoor plants, because la- one of our last sits in Canada was 
they they had a huge vegetable garden that we needed to water but the fringe benefit was that we could harvest whatever was ripe so i had the best salads in my life <laughs> great so you got to be with and, the animals and the vegetables right and of course a very important function is to be there if something goes awry so that you can take care of it we had a pipe burst in santa fe and didn't have water for 3 days and you know called the plumber and the water department etc so it took care of everything and the, we kept the homeowner informed but they didn't have to do anything we did right. it so the occasional inconvenience but that's one of the tasks is to deal with it yes i want to stress that this really isn't necessarily a vacation because you do have a responsibility so how does it compare with a vacation um that's a interesting point what i love about it is that you get to see places that you would not ordinarily see sure. and you dive into the local community so you're not a tourist you're a local you walk your dog through the village and start talking to the locals and you know and the shopkeepers etc so that to me is the fun part of it yeah that you really get to know the the places you go yeah and is it on you to get there you pay for your own transportation and then once you get there it's on you to get around very good question yes Yes, you um you buy your ticket or you drive the 17 hours whatever it takes to get there and uh then you live free of charge. If it's um, an extremely long sit like 6 months or so, the homeowner may ask you to pay for utilities. It's actually a little unusual but it does happen. Okay. What else? Um we talked about uh how to start again Yeah the uh, the bona fides are just I can't stress enough that um that is a central part of it um because put yourself in the shoes of a homeowner here's a person who's a complete stranger coming into your home uh, taking over your prized possessions and more importantly your prized pets sure sure uh, so what what we do or that's my part of the deal actually is i typically have skype sessions with the owners and we talk about everything you get a gut feel about the homeowners and and the location i usually ask for more photos of the pets of the house um and sometimes even ask the homeowner to carry me around with a laptop to see Right. Uh, the the house right uh because you you want to minimize the risk on the sitter side as well you you don't want to get into an environment where you have to start cleaning first thing sure yeah and have you ever turned down one that you were looking into because you realized that gut feel was off uh yes we didn't get very far in the process but uh we ended up saying that that was just not a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. And the Skype sessions go a very long way in giving you that that feeling of, you know, is this going to work or isn't isn't it? Yeah, so that sounds like a pretty critical part of the journey is making sure it it's a fit on both sides. It is. You trust them. Yes. As well as ensuring that they can trust you. Yeah. And yeah. I've learned an awful lot from um from a facebook page uh, they they have a group um called what is it called 
house sitting, pet sitting, travel lifestyle support. That's the name of that group. They also publish a magazine called homesittersmagazine.com. And oh my goodness, that is just a boon of information. They have a lot of files where newbies can go and um, and read about house sitting and the pitfalls and what you absolutely need to ask, etc. Wow, great. HouseSittingMagazine.com. Okay, okay. What would you say is the biggest challenge around this way of seeing the world? That's another question. I don't really see it as a challenge. It's, I always look forward to a new set, sit. I always get excited about meeting people. Oh, that's one other thing I wanted to mention is hopefully you can meet the owners a day before. Oh, okay. And before they leave. And you also probably sleep in the home. I mean, could be the hotel, but it's usually you sleep with them. A lot of homeowners actually feed you. So you have a meal together before they leave the next day and they walk you around, tell you where the water shot shut off is. And, you know, when anything happens, what to do, whom to call. There's a long list of emergency contacts like plumber, vet, etc. You have the names of the neighbors. I always ask for that to, you know, just in case we need something immediately without it could be night where the homeowners are so uh, we would contact the neighbors and ask for help yeah so the emergency lists are really important even though luckily we've never needed to right use them but it, it sounds like that overlap is a really important part of building trust and feeling competent and correct yeah yeah, yeah it's in the interest of the homeowner obviously as well but um you know my husband pretty well so he's mr fix it so he goes into the weeds without uh, usually with a husband and and it spends a lot of time in the garage and around the house <laughs> <laughs> Because I do know your husband, and that makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, this is great. Anything else that you want to add? Really, the, the only thing I can say, if you are the least bit inclined to do this, do it. Because it is so much fun. It's, obviously, you need to love animals, which we do, and all kinds. I mean, even the goats were fun. Um, and we had a flock of, of, of chickens that I really loved because at night, shortly before they go to sleep, they start talking to each other very quietly. <laughs> and of course, you have fresh eggs in the morning. So uh, yeah, even go out of your comfort zone and, and take care of animals that you've never taken care of before. Right. Well, I know it's proven to be a wonderful experience for the two of you, and it really does open the door to a very different kind of adventure. And, you know, I feel like you've given us some real good information to launch the investigation and to get to that place of just do it. You know, you talk about the importance of going to a well-established platform and you chose the platform based on um, it having been in place for a pretty long time and that it has a lot of opportunity to it because there's a lot of houses and that they have good services such as the insurance. So you named three that you've used as well as some other resources, a Facebook page and an online magazine. So these could serve as important resources that you've shared in um, your talk. 
And then, you know, um, it sounds like that building of trust is the cornerstone. And you've given us some good tips for how to go about that, starting with starting being very intentional around building your reputation. And I like your idea, just start local and, you know, slowly build it. It'll help clarify what it is that goes on in a house set and really what that's about for you. So to just do it might be do it locally first. And then um, understanding the tasks that are involved and realizing that it's a different kind of vacation that does have responsibilities with it. But it provides an opportunity to really be um, in the in the experience of wherever it is you are, Canada, Santa Fe, to really be there and to have the comfort of enjoying the animals and maybe even some fresh vegetables. And uh, I like your final comment about overlap with the people. That that's a good a, a good practice. That's a, an excellent summary. Yes. <laughs> well, it was an excellent sharing. And I thank you so much for joining me. And this is People Know Stuff. Um, and you know a lot and you brought it to the table. And thank you, Susan. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.